now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. And we're doing it again, Roger. We're still doing it. Just one road after another, you know. Yep. We keep driving around all over the place. Yeah, I haven't used them all up yet. Not yet, man. There's plenty more where that came from. And we haven't used up all the songs yet either. Oh, no, so. no. Not even yeah. scratch the surface on that. Yeah. L- lots of songs out there. Yeah. Well, people ask us. They say... Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And that's like we're some kind of authority. <laughs> As weeks go by, we realize how much of an authority we are not. not. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but that's but we have true. an opinion. Well, an opinion, which is kind of morphed into a definition. A definition. That's and right. our definition is that it's uh, music with... Distinctive American, American roots. roots, and that's that leaves us a lot of you know slack there. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of great music from America. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. we we feature it all the time. That's what yeah. we do. I mean, you know, it it isn't just the fiddle and banjo stuff. I nope. mean, for instance, uh, I mean bluegrass. Well, it, it could be Roomba. <laughs> Go right to that, huh? You bet I will. I always want to sleep, sweep the floor when you say that. <laughs> Roomba. Well, it, it's, it could just be pop. Jazz. Uh, rock and roll. Soul. Uh, show tunes. Ragtime. That Nashville sound. Mar- that barbershop sound. That Bakersfield sound. <laughs> <laughs> it could be lounge music. Uh, Tin Pan Alley. Oh, it could. It could be honky tonk. Uh, you know what else it could be? It could be... And it has been and it will be again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Well, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up uh, here each week. uh, Well, shows up, we're here, but... Uh, we each walk in with a virtual fistful of tunes. That's the only rules yeah. that we do not discuss it ahead of time. We have not discussed it ahead of time. That's correct. And um, we uh, take turns, and uh, it's, it's an even-numbered show. This is an important show. This is an important show. This is episode 156. That's right. Which means that it's uh, our three-year anniversary. Three-year anniversary, yeah. right. But, and I have a little special something no, for you. you. No, do you uh, really? Well, uh, during the middle set, I, I'll, I'll give I it to actually you. have something for you, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that was nice of you. Well, it's nice. It's going to be nice. Oh, I hope it is. It's not nice. I guess of me we'll yet, find but. out. But anyway, since it's an even numbered show, guess who gets to you start? You get to start, Rod. I do. Okay. Uh, in my stumbling, I ran across a group called uh, the Hall Sisters. The Hall Hall Sisters. Okay. Yeah, I, I have no idea how I found them, but uh, they're from uh, Gar- Garner, North Carolina. Okay. Um, and it says, uh, and, and we know what this is. Uh, you know, sibling harmony. We talk yeah. about this a lot, right? It says, when voices of the same family blend so tightly, you can hardly tell one from the other. That's what they call it. Right. Now, they, these sisters grew up in an extremely musical household. They never sang together as a group until one day they were at summer camp, and they were asked to sing uh, Nearer to My God to the On the Spot a cappella. Really? And it just clicked, you know? Well, that's cool. Yeah. And at the time, the younger, youngest of the four sisters was just eight years old. Eight? So, eight years old, Yeah. And and it just clicked. So soon after that, they they began training professionally. They even moved to Nashville, Tennessee, for two years. 
for that. And it seemed to work out because um, uh, they, they've been touring now for five years, and they recently got the chance to perform on the iconic stage of the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. With the Barbershop Harmony Society. Oh, really? And, and so uh, you're going to hear that uh, in their singing. I mean, it, it, it's beautiful stuff, but uh, you're going to hear some definite uh, barbershop uh, overtones in Okay. It. So uh, this is from their album, Smile, from 2016. The Hall Sisters doing their version of Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree. 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 I wrote my mother and my father and I want to be sure of you. Oh, Don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. Anyone else but me. Anyone else but me. No, no, no. Don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. something yeah man that's really cool that kicked the show off no kidding man yeah. that's really great yeah i don't know where i stumbled upon them but you I'm stumble around a lot though you're i do about you know sooner or later you're bound to stumble over something that's worth I, listening to that's my theory you because you've you've stumbled over a lot of worthless stuff i mean i have done that too yeah <laughs> and i there there may be some of that coming up oh i guess we'll see <laughs> oh leo, uh, leo what do you got for us the guy's full name was gene francis allen pitney Okay. All right. Uh, Gene Pitney. Okay. All right. Uh, he was born in 1940, and he passed away in 2006, but uh, American guy, right? And he was born in Hartford, Connecticut. And uh, his what he listened to grow up, growing up as a kid 
where people like Clyde McFadder, you know, and, and doo-wop bands like that. And um, there's another band called The Crows that he used to listen to all the time, which I'm kind of interested in them, too. Mm. I might go pick them up. I like the name. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll see what the band's like. I just I don't know the band The Crows, but I will. Uh, I, yeah, will I, bet, I bet we will all know. Now, here's over. the thing. He, he, he got his, he's got a contract. He worked his way through the, you know, the business. And, and um, his first top 20 single was a song called Town Without Pity. It's a great tune. Yeah. All right. And there was a uh, there was also a movie of the same name. All right. Okay. Now, along the way, something interesting happened. He started writing all this music, and people were picking it up. So one of the songs he wrote was, uh, and now just here's a couple that he wrote: "Today's Teardrops" for Roy Orbison, "Rubberball," which is a song that we like. Um, oh yeah. Bobby v, Bobby V. Uh, "Hello, Mary Lou" for Ricky Nelson. All right. Well, he wrote a song. Did called, he write any good stuff? Though? Nothing like that. I guess he just didn't have the knack for <laughs> Man. it. Man, but he he wrote a song called uh, "He's a Rebel," and the Crystals picked it up, okay, and had a smash hit. In fact, it kept his own number two hit, which was at the time it was "Only Love Can Break a Heart," right? Uh huh. Oh yeah. That was his highest charting single in the U.S. from the top. And, it, and he bumped himself out of the top spot. In November of 1962, that's the only time that a writer has shut himself out of the number one position. Wow. So a song that he wrote by another band knocked him out of the number one position. Oh, that's interesting. That is pretty cool. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this song called uh, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Oh, boy. You know, that well, was, I used to love that song. I, I don't know it, why. I listened to it over and over, like a 45. Well, you know, Roger, that song... Uh, was uh, listed as one of the top Western songs. I can't remember what place it was in. Okay. Uh, by the Western Writers Association or something like that. But anyway, um, it was the song was written by uh, Burt Backrack and Hal David, right? And uh, he recorded it in 1962, and it was 13 weeks on the Billboard chart. But it was not the theme song for the movie. And that always kind of oh. that always kind of confused me because I, I wonder why not you know, but apparently there was um, a disagreement about you know what why the song didn't go with the movie because he thought it was he was he was a it was a, a, at a recording session session that was picked up by Paramount okay who produced the movie recording the theme song one of the guys in the chorus came up and said uh, Gene they already released the movie. And your and your song's not in it <laughs> because we haven't finished it yet. <laughs> wow, isn't that weird? That is weird. So he went, he went ahead and, uh, and did the song, and, and it was really you know very very popular song. Uh, anyway, this it's a little backstory that I, I found very interesting. It, let's listen to Gene Pitney. Uh, it's from uh, let's see, 1962, the man who shot Liberty Valance. When Liberty Valance rode to town, the women folk would hide, they'd hide. When Liberty Valance walked around, the men would step aside. Because the point of a gun was the only law that Liberty understood. When it came to shooting straight and fast, he was mighty good. From out of the east, a stranger came, a law book in his hand. Oh, man, the kind of a man the West would need to tame a troubled land. Cause the point of a gun was the only law that liberty understood. When it came to shooting straight and fast, he was mighty good. Many a man would face his 
the bravest of them all. The love of a girl can make a man stay on when he should go. Stay on. Just trying to build a peaceful life where love is free to grow. But the point of a gun was the only law that liberty understood. When the final showdown came at last, a law book was no good. Alone in the parade, she prayed that he'd return that fateful night. Oh, that night. When nothing she said could keep her man from going out to fight. From the moment a girl gets to be full grown, the very first thing she learns when two men go out to face each other, only one returns. Bravest of them all. The man who shot Liberty Valance. He shot Liberty Valance. He was the bravest of them all. That's one of those songs you, know, you remember from your childhood. Yeah, that that uh, the, the fiddle weird, part, uh-huh. and he's got that an interesting sounding voice, and yeah. And that was a weird movie too. It had a weird thing happen at the end of it. So if yeah. you ever watch the movie for a while, we ought to, you know, yeah. take a look at it. It's we have time. Yeah, if we have to. You know, we're just busy. <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> All right, Roger. It's back to you. Okay. Um, well, you covered Paul Simon back in episode 30. Mm-hmm. He did the mother and child reunion. Oh, yeah. As I recall. So if people want to uh, hear about that, they can go back and listen. I'm not going to go. I mean, everybody knows Paul Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, a tremendous songwriter, performer. Um, uh, and he wrote a lot of music right. for a lot of people. Um, but I, I was looking for something. I don't remember what, but, but I ran across uh, a video of him. Do, just Paul Simon and a guitar doing the boxer mm. and it looks like he's maybe backstage it's not a terribly good recording but he's kind of in a corner of a room with nothing on the walls or anything wow. they're just kind of white walls mm. and he he just uh he says something at the beginning and he just plays a song but but there's a an extra verse in it that i have never heard before yeah okay and uh, i have looked and looked i cannot uh there somebody says Probably what happened was they took it out when they put that bridge part, that instrumental bridge. Right, right. And, of course, pop music, they're always trying to keep it three minutes, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's probably what happened. I, I, that's my guess. But it's a super cool verse uh, and a really cool version of Paul Simon, just himself doing The Boxer. Hello, my friends. I send you my love and concern, and I dedicate this song to my fellow New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just double checked that it was um, uh, recorded March 2020, so this would have been COVID time. COVID time, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. So because uh, he said uh, it's in my love and concern, right? You know, you know, I so. do that song. 
Well, we, uh, yeah. We've been known since we were kids, actually. Yeah, for, forever. And, <laughs> and I, I'd never I, heard that verse. Never heard that verse. Yeah. It, and it's super cool. I like it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but you know what? What? We burned all of our time oh, up yeah. for this segment. Okay, bad us. Yeah. So, uh, of course, tomorrow's moving day. Yes, it is. And uh, so we need to uh, police the area. Uh, we need to uh, 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 clean out the, uh, the uh, cat, cat box. box. And, Thank of course, we need to... Bar, we got it. We got it. We got it. Okay. Or he's, he's going to get it because it's an even-numbered show. I don't mind doing the cat box. So I get to check that left or inside duel. duel. Okay. Yeah. Right. Get after it, son. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back in just a bit. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And we're back. We are back. Everybody has to be somewhere. Well, that's true. And this is where we are. Yeah. So how was the tire? Oh, the tire. Uh, the tire was three pounds down. Three pounds? Yeah. You know. Okay, well, it's still kind of within the margin, yeah, you know. And, you know, it's, so far. it's not too terrible. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's um, good. You got everything taken care of on this? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm taking care of Ardmore, you know, and I got uh, the trash hauled out. He's I getting mean, a little demanding. He is. Yeah. I mean, he just... He's, Let's face it, Roger. We're pretty regular guys when it comes to this cat. I mean, well, he's pretty regular too. He's pretty regular. Tell, (laughs) (laughs) but but but, you know, every day we're getting ready to leave, we change his cat box. You know, and he he seems to know that. So, well, it's uh, just the way it is. That's the way it is. Well, we are broadcasting this week from um, Hippo, Kentucky. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we are. Well, that's where we are. We thought we. We sounded might, like fun. It sounded like fun. I thought, thought maybe there'd be a zoo. A zoo, maybe a hippo, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because I always wanted one for Christmas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Don't you you start see what I face. did there. I saw what you did yeah. there. Okay. Now, listen, here's the thing, Roger. This, this, there was a post office. We're in Kentucky, okay? Yes, we are. Hippo, Floyd Kentucky. County. We're, again, we're out in the moons again. Yeah. And, uh, but it was established um, in 1902. Okay. Okay. And apparently the town was named for a local resident named B. Madison. A quotation. Was that a, like a initial B or B-E-A? No, it's B-E-E. B-E-E. Okay. B. Madison quotes hippo, unquote, craft. C-R-A-F-T. Okay. Okay. At the time, hippo, which was short, short for hypochondriac. Oh, and it was a southern slang for an irritable and complaining person, something Kraft was apparently known for in town. Okay. And this post office stayed open all the way until 1996 when it finally folded up. Wow. So there's not a lot going on here. No. You know, the gas station that we saw coming in. Yep. Yep. There's a little diner down there. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. So welcome, uh, you know, from, you, to Hippo. I, I just want to remind you of one thing. What's that? We've been to worse places. We have. <laughs> we have places yeah. where I feel like we just escaped with our lives. You yes. Know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, well. so Hippo it is. There it is. Well, people ask us, they say, Dairy Airs. Are you kidding? What's going on with you guys? I mean, you're masochists. You know, you're in Hippo, Kentucky. Well, there's a reason for that. You know, unlike our compadres here on uh, Truckers Radio USA, that's well, right. They have these things called ranches. ranches yes, and, and we get, are envious. We really we are. are. I mean, they get to those, get their show done from the relative comfort of right. the ranches. Yep, I'm thinking. I that's mean, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Where is that, Roger? Well, Leo, that would be in the 
Dos Cabezas Mountains. Yeah. We'll have to go there sometime. Oh, man. Maybe we can get some cervezas or something. I bet we could get those cervezas, I bet. Yeah. Uh, Alan Bailey, of course, has the Swingin' Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Yep. Uh, Oren Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriers, has the Rockin' Banjo Ranch. That's correct. Out there in Kansas. Yep. And we were whining to our pal Suzanne about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. Well, she doesn't tolerate whining. Well, and and she's pretty smart. She is pretty smart. I mean, she can she can tell simple minds when she sees them. <laughs> and she said, "Look at it this way, guys. You've got the entire continental United States. That's true. You know, border to border, ocean right. to ocean. You can mm-hmm. say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's right. And and we thought that was a good idea. We did. Yeah. And, and we roamed that range in our RV called Ramblin' Road." Sweet Rosie. Yeah, Rosie gets us there. She does, and she generally gets us out, too. I mean, we... <laughs> so far. So far, she's yeah. gotten out of some tight, you know, tight spots. That's but, true. But there you go. Well, Leo, uh, I do believe it's your turn. Okay. So, this is going to take me a minute, but I'll, I'll make it as quick as I can, okay? There's this band uh, called the 13th Floor Elevators. I got to say something. Okay. You know, the kids nowadays, they say... It'll be a minute. It'll be a minute, yeah. But, you know, and, but, and I was at a car wash one day, you know, and, uh-huh. and there have some issues. I was in line, yeah. You know? And and, and uh, they said, well, we're having some problems. And I said, okay, well, how long do you think it'll be? And, and he said, well, it'll be a minute. And I go, well, okay, I can wait a minute. <laughs> but <laughs> he goes, no, no, no it's, go- it's, it's going, going to be a while. A while. Okay, a while I can understand. Yeah, see, I don't okay. get that either. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So where were we? I mean, uh, yet I digress. Oh, yes, You said it would be a minute. Oh, I said it's going to be a minute. Okay. The 13th Floor Elevators. Okay. All right. That's the name of the band? That's the name of the band. Well, they were the first, now listen, among other things, uh, they were the first band to refer to their music as psychedelic rock. Okay. Seriously. Yeah, the first band with the first known use of the term appeared on their business card <laughs> in January of 1966. Awesome. Yeah, this is, and they, they're from Austin, right? And the band's name developed from a suggestion by a drummer, the drummer in the band, he's, uh, to use the name Elevators, right? And then the other guy said, "13th floor." Well, that, that's a there's an awareness of, that a number of tall buildings in the U.S. lack. Of course. A designated 13th floor, right? Of course. Not, not only that, but it was noted that the letter M was like for marijuana. Okay. was also the 13th letter of the alphabet. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Coincidence? A, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so yeah. no. Now, listen, they, they shared the stage with people like Quicksilver, Messenger Service, you know, and Moby Grape. Uh, okay. A couple of our favorites, yeah. in there, you know. And, and at one point around 1967, one of these guys was a room, uh, roommate of uh, Towns Van Zandt. Right? Okay. And he wanted to get Towns into the band. Uh, and so he wanted to be the bass player in the band, right? And Towns didn't want to, but he said, no, you got to audition for this thing. So he went in and auditioned on the bass. And they said, they, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> no, you're not in the no. band. Yeah, no, you're not. You, you don't know how to play the bass. You're, you're not in the band. And and then it was kind of funny because uh, they also had a brush with Janis Joplin, right? She was a close associate of a couple of the guys. And she actually opened for the band at a benefit concert in Austin and considered joining the group. But it, she changed her mind and went off to join Big Brother and the Holding Company, you know, which was a big deal. And that's how that ended up. Okay, sure. All right, now listen. There's this. I'm going to play this song called "You're Going to Miss Me" that they recorded in 1966. Okay. Now, a special aspect of the elevator sound came from this guy named Tommy Hall. He had 
an electric jug. Oh, the, like a jug band? Like jug? a jug band. But it was electric. It was electric. <laughs> and it was, it was a crock jug. Yeah, well, I bet it was a crock. It was a crock <laughs> with a microphone held up to it while it was being blown, right? It sounded kind of like it was described as a cross between a mini Moog and some kind of drum. Secusia drum, I'd never heard of that before. And anyway, in, in, in contrast to a traditional musical jug, to, you know, where they kind of hoot into it, you know? Right. Uh-huh. No, not him. He, would, he did not blow into the jug. He vocalized musical runs into the mouth of the jug. Wow. Right? And he, and he used the jug to create echo and distortion of his voice. <laughs> this guy's, he's got an analog synthesizer going here. So <laughs> This was Psychedelica, right? Oh, yeah, man. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay. When playing live, he held the microphone up to the mouth of the jug. But when they went in the studio, the engineer, uh, they just dropped a microphone right in the jug. It's <laughs> go for that. You're going to hear this thing. I can't wait. It's, it's a really pretty cool tune. Uh, from 1966, this is the 13th floor elevator. Uh, and they're playing a song called uh, You're Gonna Miss Me. Weirded, I'll say that for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's weirder stuff in our future. But. Well, yeah, but uh, wow, that 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 uh, electric jug was <laughs> electric. Jug. Wow, 
That's great. Okay, Rod, it's back to you. Well, I had kind of a weird song I was going to do, but I, I got to bring us in, man. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, you know, we're, we're we're hanging on by our fingernails here. Get us here, back on the road here, huh? So um, a while back, we were uh, back in Kansas City on a Monday night, and of course, we went to the Real Grid Happy Hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what the theme was. It seemed like it was kind of a crazy night, but toward the end of the evening, Kim put this group up, and they did a couple tunes okay and the group was the cowtown country club oh yeah 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 and uh so it's it's a uh, four four parts four people uh greg gag boy i'm not sure gagnon i believe is how you pronounce his name i he think did, it's gagnon but gagnon you're right that's yeah. right guitars mm-hmm. uh leah sproll who we have featured on the show before right, leah on guitars left-handed mm-hmm. brian werner bass and jessica sally drums um they say they've been delighting audiences with their sometimes surprising take on country and western executed with glittering guitars and 24-karat vocal harmonies. <laughs> and boy, I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Man, their harmonies just knock me out. And and uh, they they have a reputation for their original interpretations of classic country and western swing plus a signature brand of countrified covers. And um, and they talked a bit about their outfits, but uh, we know what uh, they're Western, snappy dressers. Yes, we know what outfits are like yes, in, a, we are. in a cowboy band. Um, and, and I believe that I found this song. It's a single that was recorded this year, twenty twenty three, and I think it's the song they did that night. Uh, man, they're just great. Cowtown Country Club doing Undone. I knew you were the one, but honey, I'm still undone. Cowtown And it's Grace, guys, cause she's gone She left for Memphis on a Sunday Like a lyric from a country song I seen it coming for some time Our love burned too hot too long Like a verse without a rhyme Something went wrong Country love song, just broken pieces, foolish you. Weren't no drinking, lying, or cheating. And honey, that's the sober truth. Faces flashes the horizon, sunrise freshes all these teams. Promises. Too many times he didn't try. Too many things we left unsaid. That's when she said goodbye. I knew you weren't the one. Knew you were just fine. I knew you weren't the one. But honey, I'm still undone.
so cruel. And you're such a fool to think Maybe I was by that line. And you're fooling yourself and you can see it's time to say goodbye. I knew you weren't the one. Just a love without run. I knew you weren't the one. But honey, I'm still undone. I knew That's good music. Oh, yeah. And nice. They, those people are just as nice as pie. Oh, yeah. They're really great folks. And, they really uh, are. Yeah. Uh, are. Super talented. So, and uh, Leah's only about guys. that big. Yeah, you know? plays left-handed. She does, Throws man. me off. It looks like I'm looking in a mirror. Well, last time I saw her, she was playing an accordion. Uh, that's right. You know, and mm-hmm. she wasn't playing that left-handed. I don't know. Do they make left-handed accordions? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Leo, what do you want to follow that with? Well, I have to go back just a second to refer to a band I was talking about just a little bit ago, the 13th Floor. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Elevators. I thought we'd escape. No, we, we got to go back <clears throat> just for a minute. Okay. A guy named Danny Thomas, who was um, in that band, right? Okay, not the, not, not the Danny not Thomas. Not the Danny Thomas, okay. no. He eventually left uh, the uh, 13th Floor Elevators, I think it was in 1968 or something. He ended up going to work, work for a guy named uh, Lightning Hop- Hopkins. Oh, sure. Okay. And his full name was Samuel John Hopkins, and, and uh, he was an American guy, country blues singer. And he was um, he spent a lot of time. He grew he grew up in uh, Centerville, Texas. Okay, okay, and um, he influenced people like Towns Van Zant. All right, wow, uh, Hank Williams Jr. and generation of blues musicians like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Wow, was a big accolade of his. But <laughs> in the uh, in the nineteen thirties, to back up a minute. Uh, he was sent to Houston County Prison Farm, but nobody knows exactly why. <laughs> usually maybe, they have an idea. Well, usually, you know, maybe he figured he just needed to get his blues creds, you know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much spent some time in the Husqvarna. Wow. But uh, anyway, he moved uh, in uh, the late 30s. He moved to Houston and in an unsuccessful attempt to break into the music scene. Didn't work out. Okay. And by the early 1940s, he was back in Centerville working as a farmhand. Could have ended right there. Happened to a lot of people. It did. Uh, but he, it, he took a second chance at it in uh, 1946, so six years later. You know? Wow. And uh, he was down on Dowling Street and uh, Houston's Third Ward, which ended up eventually becoming his home base. That's where you know he adopted that was his home base after that. And uh, he was discovered by a gal named Lola Ann Cullum, uh, and she was with Aladdin Records based in Los Angeles. And she convinced him to travel to L.A., where he accompanied the uh, pianist Wilson Smith. Okay. Okay, it's another big name right there. All right. Anyway, the duo recorded 12 tracks in their first sessions in 1946, just like that. Boom. And an Aladdin executive decided the pair needed more dynamism in their names, and so they dubbed Hopkins Lightning and Wilson Thunder. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you got lightning and, and thunder. Now listen, this guy was a prolific musician. <laughs> it might get weirder yet, Roger. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But it has been estimated that he recorded between eight hundred and a thousand songs in his career. Gee, Just man. a pretty amazing guy. Passed away in nineteen eighty two. And I kind of stumbled across this song. I'm using your vernacular now. Um, because I was following up on uh, some stuff. We were talking about the song Abilene recently. Sure. All right. Well, so I, I noticed the song with this uh, name on it. I thought I'd check it out. It's called uh, Way Out in Abilene, and it was recorded in 1974.
It doesn't Ooh. get any more blues than that, man. Boy, that is blues, baby. Isn't that something? And yeah. the recording quality of it is really interesting, you know? I mean, it's just a thumper. Yeah. You know? Pretty, yeah. Pretty cool song. Oh, look at the time. Yeah, we've gone a little bit long. Yeah, and, we have. Uh, you know, I'm feeling kind of mellow. I think I just want to go walk around the camper for a minute. You want to walk around the camper? Yeah. Yeah? Is it, yeah. Are you okay, Roger? I think I'm okay. I'm okay. just, uh, you know, just feeling it. Okay. Uh, you know, because you, you, the blues always affects you that <laughs> it way. It does. It does. Okay, okay, but I'll be okay. Okay, are you sure? And I'll be back in just a few minutes okay. uh, on the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Look out! And we're back. Uh, we're backing up. We're backing up. Yeah, which is what we do. We, we, we do. We, we back, back up. people up. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of made a lifestyle of it. So yeah. Yeah, so what there we, we do. go. That's yeah. what we do. Yep. Well, you know, this is the part of the show where we uh, we just get right down and uh, beg. Oh, we're not being polite about it anymore. Anymore, no. No. Uh-uh. Uh, come on, go to our website. What? what come uh, on. Both of, you know, I mean, we spend a lot of time. Matter of fact, uh, after I, I featured the Paul Simon, the boxer thing, yeah, yeah, I mm-hmm. put that on our website. See? You we're know? Busy. We make an effort, don't Even we? Even while we're talking, you know, we're right. constantly updating and trying because to... Because we have a desire to, to entertain people. We yes. work hard at it. Yes, we do. That's right. And we don't have anything else to do. No, we don't have <laughs> Other than that. Other than that. But true. anyway, you know, um, uh, of course, the website for this band is... TheDerriers.com. I mean, for this show. For this show, say. that's right. For this show, yeah. And people should be really careful, you know, when they type that in. Yeah, the Derriers. The most important part of that is the. the yeah. yeah. If you forget it, oh. uh, you'll never forget it. No. Yeah. No, that would be a yeah. big mistake, that if you know be, what yeah. I mean. Well, and, and uh, the website for the band, of course. Well, that's is, Three Trails West with the number three there on the front. Uh-huh. And that's where we have. You can go there and order our albums if you yeah. want. We got stickers and t-shirts. stuff, t-shirts. We Find got, out where we're playing. That's right. We keep the schedule up there. Yeah. So yeah, come on. So if you go to either website, we're pretty sure you'll find a lot of content. content. That's true. Yeah. And if you look at it, uh, I'm certain you will be oh contented. contented. You bet. Yeah. But there's a lot. Yeah. So you could become confused, confused. and so you should just contact, contact us. us. That's right, and yeah. uh, we'll get you all straightened out. Yeah. There's contact us tabs on both uh, websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Uh, mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, yeah, at com. You know, Leo, the other thing you can do, if you go to thederrieres.com, yeah. go to the Americana Roadshow tab, right, and from there you can listen to any of our past well, episodes. Well, can download it, too. Or you can download and yeah. listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your... Leisure, leisure suit. suit, yes. It's, it could happen one day. Lime yeah. green would be cool. I think it'd be cool. A yeah. polyester double knit. Yeah, or canary yellow. Canary maybe. yellow, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the other thing, Leo, is you can also uh, find all of our past episodes now on Spotify. Spotify. Which I know it's you love. Oh, I love Spotify. So yeah. I just like saying Spotify. Yeah. You know? Well, it's on several platforms, though. It's yeah. on Stitcher also. So what? Yeah, I mean, I, Spotify. Uh, yeah, but some people, Spotify. some people might want to go to TuneIn and but, find well, it there. I don't understand why people are like that. Yeah, you know, I know. When but, they can just go to Spotify, or they, they might want to see. find it on Amazon Music. Is that necessary, really? Well, because, I, some people might think so. Well, when they could yeah. just go to Spotify, yeah, or they could go to iHeartRadio and I listen don't to think it there. So. No, yeah. they better off going to Spotify. Well, you can find it any of those places. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, "Go, go nowhere." Without the barriers, we appreciate it, Mike. And you know, Leo, it, what? It, 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 we ought to just take a moment. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a this is a special show. I mean, That's this true. is our three year anniversary. 
This is 156 Six. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. and, and I got you a little something. You got me something? Yeah. Okay, I got you something too. Hold on. Oh, you shouldn't. Yeah, you should have. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. uh, Okay. Well, you want to open them at the same time? Let's open them at the same time. Yeah. All right. Here it goes. All right. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Good job, us. Mm. Congratulations. You're welcome. You got great taste. Mm. That tastes good. Mm -hmm. All right. Ah, Okay. Where were we? I think it's your turn. It is my turn. Okay. My son recommended a really cool band to me. Uh-oh. It's a it's a band called the Rail Splitters. Okay. Okay. Uh, bluegrass mostly, but real progressive. Um, <clears throat> it, it, just great stuff. Uh, it, 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 their thing I found on them, didn't find a lot, but it said, although rooted in traditional bluegrass and old-time music, the Rail Splitters are pushing the boundaries of those genres in every sense huh. with, with their lush harmonies, instrumental virtuosity, and nonconformist songwriting. Now, if I was going to write something about us, I would put that in there, that's too. A, that's perfect. It does describe us. It does describe it us. It does, yeah. I mean, when we're, if we're writing it. Well, if we were. Yeah. But uh, it says they, they, they demonstrate what happens when musical influences ranging from samba to hip-hop merge with the <laughs> traditional Appalachian music. Oh, yeah, I like them already. <laughs> So they're from the uh, Rocky Mountain Front Range in Boulder, Colorado. A lot mm-hmm. of great uh, bluegrass come in there. Um, they travel quite a bit. Um, they've got uh, the, uh, Lauren Stovall. Uh, they they call her an Emmy Lou esque vocals. Uh, you'll hear mm-hmm. that in her okay. voice. Dusty Ryder's melodically intricate banjo. He's really good. Peter Sharp's Brazilian and bluesy flair on the mandolin. Wow. And Joe D. Espo- Esposito's. New England and, and Italian inspired fiddling, and the ever so groovy Jean Luc Davis on the double bass. <laughs> so the, they've won first place in the Rocky Grass Band competition oh, wow. in 2013. We we competed yeah, in that. We did. Well, we, actually, we competed at Telluride. Oh, we did. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. It was in the same uh, mountain, it was mountain state, range. Yes. <laughs> same state. Well, this is from their uh, 2015 album, The Faster It Goes. The Rail Splitter's doing. Tilt a whirl. Oh, my mind is like an old tilt a whirl. It never seems to stop, not even for this girl. And I'd like to think that my life could be a whole lot better off if you were here with me.
never seems to stop, not even for this girl. And I'd like to think that my life could be a whole lot better off if you were here with me. I stuck that last one in there, Roger. Yeah. It was a band called The Shades of Blue from uh, 1966. They were kind of a, like an American blue-eyed, you know, soul kind of a Yeah, band. I Edward liked Starr, it. Edward Starr, the guy that did War. Oh, yeah. That one. So, hey, listen, Roger, we, we got a business to <clears> take <throat> care of it. That's right. Well, we're, we're about out of time, but... Uh, it, normally we would throw uh, a dart, dart and find out where we're going, but right. we know where we're going. We know where the hell we're, we're going. We're going to Winfield, Kansas that's for right. the uh, uh, for the Walnut Valley Festival. That's right. We've been doing that for a long time, uh, for a long Decades, time, yeah. uh, uh, close to about fifty years. So we got the rocket. Uh, uh, you got the rocket. I got the rocket. Okay, well let's go outside, let's outside. and launch it. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. You got to lean up against that lawn chair there. I too. Is it? It's kind of like it's, I've got to kind of aim it. You got it pointed it. the right direction. I you hope think? so. I think. Okay. So. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. okay. Well, light the fuse. Okay. Hold on. 
Get, get, get back here. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, that was beautiful. All right. Oh, I'm sure it'll land right there in Land Rush. Of course line. it will, yeah. I'm absolutely. We'll save our spot. I have great faith. All right. Well, we're going to head to Winfield, and uh, we hope to see you there. But um, uh, we'll be back. We'll be doing a show from the uh, uh, from the Land Rush line, yeah, yeah. We'll be, uh, uh, next week. Uh, so this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Darius.